This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Now, Depovich, now let's bring in Rio Wolf, who was who, who was called out earlier on. We spoke to Rio on Monday. We talked all about amputee football, which was great fun. I enjoyed that very much. Hey, Rio, how are you doing? You Did you enjoy that? Yeah, though? very good performance. I was watching it on Hive Live as I'm on holiday. Still enjoyed it. Good win. The atmosphere sounded good. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was okay. Fairness, I think the QPR fans, and in credit to them, were, were chanting. They were chanting us to go 4-0 up and you still don't sing. Well, no, because we have people come and do that for us. Thank you very much for the service. It was a good win. And it was, yeah, I think it was everything that anybody could have asked from today. We're still being cautionary in terms of everything, because I think it's been interesting from from the, watching it on Hive Live from abroad. What was what the commentators, what was Tommy Mooney thinking about the quality of the QPR side and what it said about the performance? Did they make any comments, do you know? Yeah, what's the name? The QPR fans were booing in the first half quite a lot because they weren't going to come and press us. And yep. Tommy Mooney was saying, well, if they do come and press us, we can just cut them open. So yeah, I think it was a very good performance. But we, in a few weeks down the line, we'll know more when we play against some decent teams and Plymouth and Stoke are looking quite good there. Good stuff, good stuff. You, you'll have heard, you must have heard Carl earlier on coming on and singing your praises. Yeah, obviously he, was, he, he wasn't with us on Monday because he had a car incident, I think it was. <laughs> so he didn't know that we'd already chatted about it and everything. But but there you go. He's already promoting yeah. you to Chelsea's first team. So we're <laughs> looking forward to we're looking forward to covering this and getting that game covered. So there we go. How long are you? How, where, where about, yeah. Whereabouts are you then off on holiday? So I'm in Cree and then get back on the 13th so the day after Plymouth and then I've got a football tournament in Poland from the 17th to the 21st so my first game's Blackburn Ooh, ooh. is this going to be shown on do you know if there's going to be any coverage on YouTube or anything are we going to get to see it no but like on Instagram there's EAF EAF whatever in the European Amputee Football Federation and yeah it'll be on their Instagram like some of the pictures so yeah that should be cool 
Fantastic. Look at this. Look at this. First of all, we have somebody in Crete. I don't think we've ever had Crete before. I don't think, I don't think we've had that. And then he's, he's spawning off to, to Poland to play football. Excellent stuff, Rio. We like that very much indeed. So have, enjoy your rest of your holiday and hopefully enjoy results on, on this Saturday and the day before you fly back against Plymouth, hopefully. There and Tuesday. Oh, and yeah, Tuesday as well. Stevenage as well. Absolutely. There we go. There goes Rio. Well, thank you, mate. Go and enjoy your holiday. Let's bring in, let's bring in, I'm going to bring in PJ Jordan. Now, let me bring him in. Now, interesting because PJ Jordan's got a Man United crest. Now, that's going to be interesting. Let's see what... PJ, if you hit your mic button, sir, and then you can you can talk to us. You've got a Man United icon on your thing there, but I thought this looks interesting. Let's see Let's see what PJ has to say. What are your thoughts with regards to what for QPR today? I think... Well, first of all, hello, everyone. Thanks for having me on. I think... No, great. First half, very good. Obviously, we've all talked about the, the weaknesses QPR had, but it's one yeah. thing a team being weak, it's another thing to go and exploit that, and I think we did it very well. Second half, not to be negative and be a buzzkill, but I do think we probably could have put them to the sword that bit more. But it's very okay, hard cool. when you have a 4 0 lead to pump yourself up after halftime. No, no, yeah, I don't think there's been a buzzkill at all. And first of all, no, welcome here. It's a, what's the phrase? It's a broad church. We like to hear from everybody who's watched or has an opinion or wants to say something. And there's no positive or negative here. It's just, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I agree. Did you, what did you think of, we've, we've decided we're going to call him Dave and nothing is going to take us away from that course. What did you think of Georgie Czech Faladze? He, he was a bit of a highlight of the second half, did you think? PJ, are you with us still? I think we may have lost him. Justin, can you hear PJ? No, he's gone. He's gone. Never mind. Never mind. Well, that was nice. So I didn't even get in to find out PJ's allegiance to Man United, but talking about us as Watford, that would have been interesting to have heard, heard as well. So so there we go. Let's go and, and talk to Sean. Sean, adding you in, spinning wheel of death. Who knows? that It may be that Elon hasn't put 50p in the meter, but there we are. Sean, if you hit the mic button at the bottom left, which has got a mute button, and then you can let us know your thoughts on the game. Good evening, Pete. How are you, the, mate? The, oh, I'm all right, mate. I'm Long all right. Time, yes, very much. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you for at least, well, very possibly just over yeah, an hour. I know. Um, so come on in. What did you make of today when you saw the team? You've seen, obviously, the, the performance. First half, second half, Yeah, I, Backman has been pulled out, and Dave, I, what do I we think? I pretty much echo in what everyone else has thought. My initial thought when I saw the the team sheet and then looked at the bench, and you know, it would be mentioned by somebody else, I thought that we may have got the midfield the wrong way around, but I was pleasantly surprised. And to be 1-0 one, one up after 35 seconds is one hell of a way to start a season. And can you still hear me? You're good, you're That's good. Fine. Yeah, so... One thing I was going to do, I know you like your stats and we had a chat during the game. <laughs> right, I've got t- two things. Obviously, we were 4-0 up at half-time and we were thinking, oh, when was the last time Watford were 4-0 up at half-time? And we both recalled the 8-0 ah. against Sunderland back in 1982. I wondered if there was any other statos out there that rec- will remember any other times when we may have been 4-0 up at half-time. And the, the second question, is that the fastest what goal that Watford have scored? at 35 seconds I don't know I've, I've tried looking but I couldn't find anything where it indicated we may have scored a goal even faster than that I know we conceded that one against Shane Long yes, for Southampton after, after about 8, eight seconds, seconds wasn't that's it? right yeah yeah. but in terms of the first goal that we scored in a game I wonder if that's the fastest that we've managed it I, I, I tell you what I would be quite happy to see it rivaled this season that's for certain oh absolutely that it, for a way to settle the nerves and also because it wasn't 
I know it's ridiculous to say after that many seconds, it wasn't like it was a lucky goal. Normally when there's an early goal, it's almost a defensive mishap, something dreadful has gone on but it was up oh, we're playing at pace we're playing at pace losers played him in and bang is it's in the back of the net i didn't think that i didn't think although i'm sure qpr fans will take it a completely different way because they will be looking at it from a defensive point of view but i didn't look at it and go oh my god aren't qpr awful in the first 35 seconds it was just we opened it up and went with it with an intensity and then they just kept that rolling and kept that rolling and kept that rolling. And of course, as we said, Matthias Martins getting his flick on header. The I think personally, I think Sir Alta was doing his best to get that on goal if he possibly could mm-hmm. and, and skewed it a little bit across for uh, for, for bio there but all of the goals were taken well all of the all of the build up was was really excellent and there really was quite honestly one team in it I did enjoy in the second half QPR shouts of Olay well done well done if there's one thing I like to see is gallows humour from a football club because let's face it we know what that looks like we've been there somebody needs to teach them we've got the ball we've lost the ball we've got it back again as a chance that would be good but I, do you think QPR are going to be the bottom of the table of, of, of the championship this season or do you think there's a there's a team that's going to challenge them for that? I.e., how much can we, how much can we rely on today's result? Yeah, I think they're going to be hard pushed to to have too many teams above them this season. I think they will be right down there, and to have that start that we've got it just fills us as, as Watford supporters and the way that we've been for the last few years. It just fills us with that little bit of hope and optimism. Yes, it was against a, a poor QPR team, but we're just going to look take the positives out of that and move towards the next game and, and just carry on the good work because there was a hell of a lot of good work and interplay out there. The team really seemed up for it. You could see that they'd been well drilled and well trained, and it all paid off. Very good, very good. As we all know, it's the hope that kills. It's, it's these moments where we go, oh, oh, it's quite good, isn't it? And I did say, I, I said to, to my son, I said, let's hope that Tom Deli Bashiru has an injury-free season. And he has had injury-free seasons in terms of, and he just went, oh God, you would say that, wouldn't you? And I said, yes, because they are completely unconnected with one another. I, but as a player, you saw... From him, uh, I thought a level of energy and seeing him high five and working with Loser, who's a player of not necessarily hugely dissimilar age to, to one another, but of different levels of experience. And I thought they just, in the first half, they were just all over the place. It was just joyous to see. So I, I really hope he comes good and, and, and stays good very much. The one thing nice to see is you look at plays in the Premier League, you look at Almiron from Newcastle last year. In previous years, mm. he'd been around the team but not really done anything. All of a sudden, he just he just hits that form and that purple patch in the way that he did at the first half of last season. And every player must have it in them there at, at some point in time. But it's about the manager with the coaching being able to harness that and release that and, and get the best out of the players. So hopefully with the crop that we've got working with us now, we can unharness that and uh, move on to bigger and better things. Absolutely, absolutely. Sean, lovely stuff, sir. Lovely no to hear from mate. you. Take care. Have a good See evening. You, now, let's, let's just get back to PJ. PJ, if you hit your, your mic button again, we were just chatting there with regards to... PJ, if you hit your mic button at the bottom left... And then you should, you're back with us. There. Yes. There I'm you back. go. There he is. There you go. So you've got a Man United thing there. Now, I appreciate, obviously, we're hearing the Irish lilt in your voice there. And obviously, Man United have got a massive support in the, on the Emerald Isle. How come the Man United book talking about we as Watford? Okay. So we like, we like um, these stories. There is a pub in uh, Watford that has been mentioned on this uh, call. I am um, related to. 
the man in charge of that pub. I don't want to name names in case I'm, I'm not okay. allowed. But, That's um, right, you can. That's no problem. So I've had family in, in Watford since I was born and I've always followed them. Since I, I could put could put their games on the television, it's been... Oh, we were doing so well. Oh, we were doing so well. There you go. We were going to find out that PJ's got two. Martin, hit your mic button and then and, and then we'll get PJ. We're going to get him back on in installments if it kills me. We really will. I reckon I blame Elon Musk. Martin, if you hit your mic button down the bottom left as per normal, and then you can let us know your thoughts today. Martin, how are you hey, doing? Right, I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. I know you've been doing a few spaces yourself. Were they, were they, has, has the general tone on your Sorry, I haven't been able to get onto any because I haven't, I haven't known about them and I found out about them the following day, which is fine. But if I see one going on, sir, I'll join and come and say hello to you. Oh, I've been really good to have you, mate. I think Carl came on last night, so it's nice to have a word of Carl as well. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Carl, Carl's, oh, unbe- one- Carl's unbearable at the best of times. He's just one, he's just predicted 4-0 for us. God almighty. Never <laughs> Mind, no, never none of us thought that, but honestly, what a breath of fresh air that was today. Honestly, I've and people saying, obviously, yeah, only QPR, but only last season we played loads of teams like that and we couldn't even put a goal against them. So, like I say, I'm happy. I feel first game of the season, yeah, Plymouth next, see what happens, get a few more players in. We definitely do need a new striker. I think one more big striker. To come in and a couple of more areas like another defenseman or the centre back and another goalkeeper. We need another goalie. Did did Dan make you nervous today? Bearing in mind oh, as 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 Rich said. <laughs> but he always Rich. makes me feel nervous every time he puts a watch <laughs> on. <laughs> Sounds like another story entirely. Is his, his the way he's playing is it's prescribed by Valerian Ishmael, who's seen what he's done obviously in training over over seven weeks. So he had a good extensive look at him. He's made him his captain. And so he's asking him to deal with this. He was coming right out of his goal, man. So he's getting right out of his yeah. comfort zone. Do we just have to give him a little bit of time to adjust to this style of game I think he'll get, I think yeah that's it I think we've only got two goalies in at the minute but we do need another one to ch- I think he needs that we need another goalie to challenge him and play better from that we had Foster I, I feel that's what we're missing with him I like Hamer but I don't think he's ideally a challenger for Backman right uh, but I think if we can get somebody else in I think that'll make Backman better I think super stuff like that a lot I think it would be nice for the for everybody to try and support him whilst he's trying to play a game that's not naturally his. But I agree with yeah. you. It would be good to have an option and somebody to put some gentle pressure on and, and somebody who, if he is coming on, we feel we can trust. Now, I know that if you saw in the leadership group, there's six senior kind of pros and Hamer is in that. He certainly yeah. seems to be in the squad and got the experience, you know, hasn't he? Yeah. He's, got, so, uh, yeah, he's been around the block. The, the question is if as the QPR player got a got a foot to Backman and he, he went down as if he'd been poleaxed and then twenty yeah. seconds later he was like, Oh no, I'm fine now, stop the play. But if he did get a serious injury, the question I, is how much depth have we got in the goalkeeping areas and how comfortable would we be with yeah, with both Hamer there. And if yeah. Hamer then was in playing, then he's obviously exposed to potential injury. So yeah, somebody else in there no, would be I, good. Another championship league one goalkeeper. There's, cool. there's plenty of keepers out there, but I think that between his twenty two and twenty five, another goalie in. I think that's what uh, Potso is going to be looking at. But no, one player who I think who should have been man of the match today is Ngakia. I've given him so much slack in the past, but today, wow, what a player! I think nice. it's big this year. <laughs> 
Yeah, that that whole pushing into mid into central midfield is a kind of a a Pep Guardiola innovation. But it was yeah. it, he looked more comfortable with it than and more comfortable with the ball than I've seen for a, a, any indication of. And all of that has to be the plaudits have to go to Valerian Ishmael. I think he has made such a difference. Albeit, and we keep throwing this caveat out. It's one game, and it's been QPR, and we know that QPR do not have not had a great preseason and are not in a great place. But if even we, so, if we play like we did against Plymouth today, yeah, I think the whole of the championship going to be thinking, right, yeah, we're going to be looking at Watford this year. I think with a few more signings coming in, I think let's see how we do against Plymouth and Stevenage on Tuesday, and I think they're going to be looking at us. Let's and keep off surprise. The surprise package of the season. And let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Martin, your your spaces, sir. What what, what kind of regularity are they going up in? Or is there a regular time I when people could look out for it? Well, I'm planning to do one probably tomorrow evening. But I, I thought, I, I know you usually do one after the game. I thought, well, I'm working tomorrow morning, so I can't do it then. But I usually finish about 7, 8 o'clock at night. So about probably tomorrow evening at 9 o'clock, I might look into doing a... Thing, but usually it's going to probably be after a, a weekend game once a week cool. there you go there you go Sunday night in the have a look out for Martin obviously we've previously also had Sunday services going on so whilst they're not there Martin's going to be doing something if you can see Martin talking at the moment go and follow him and, and have a have a follow and, and look out for him if you want to have your chat on a Sunday evening Your what's your Twitter handle Martin it's at Martin Andrew 85 yeah the one, that's the one, mate. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We'll just follow him. No, we love all, all the Watford fan media where everybody wanted, gets to either chat or anything. We, we, I just, we just push to it. say my opinion. Everyone's got opinions. And I thought, for once, yeah, I want to say mine and make some new Watford friends. Big family as we are. We're all friendly fans and we all get on. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Martin, have a good one tomorrow. Thank um, you, mate. Have a drink on me. Well, oh, well, thank you very much. I will. That's something I'm definitely going to be taking up. Let's get Andy in. Andy, I'm just adding you in, and then we're going to be coming to Shane and then to Dan, and then we'll be looking and seeing whether or not anybody has got the scorers from Watford 7, Southampton 1, from 1980 in the League Cup, and we're going to see if anybody can take three points on the table as it starts to hold up. Andy, so if you hit your mic button at the bottom left, you should say mute, and if you click that, it will unmute you, and then you can talk to us. Andy, are you with us, sir? If you just need to hit the mic button at the bottom left, which will have a mute button on at the moment, Andy might not be listening to us at the currently. No, okay, let's get across to Shane then. Hello, Pete. There uh, you go. How you doing? How you doing, right. sir? Wasn't that uplifting? Oh, just a tad. Watch. I've used the word fun, but uplifting up- is very good. I like that very It was much. uplifting. Watch it. Drink it in. I thought it was great. <laughs> I think that some other people said the, the same thing. Is that obviously we didn't have any debutants in the in the starting lineup, but mm-hmm. I thought the players looked different. I thought they they looked much more comfortable. They looked much more understanding of the structure that Valerian Ishmael wanted them to play. And I think all credit to him for all the work that he's done in the off season because it's so far it's made a huge difference. If you look at someone like uh, Loser. I thought he was definitely yeah. man of the match, no doubt about it. He cool. looked very comfortable in the midfield. Other players were quite happy to run off him and he was able to pick his passes, which was good. I thought Martins, if he can continue to deliver some more, that would be great. He's He, he looks to have uh, strengthened himself a bit. He's not getting knocked off the ball. He's staying on his feet a lot more, which is good. And I think there could be more from him to come as well. 
And of course, in the second half, when Chakavadze came on, I thought he looked really promising as well. I think he could be a bit of a cult hero for Watford as well. I think so. We've we decided to to call him Dave to, I heard, yeah, to save time yeah, as much yeah, as anything. Dave, Dave he, he, <laughs> when he came on, I saw him warming. I saw him warming up in front of me, and he looks like a light middleweight boxer, doesn't he? He looks like he looks a bit tasty. He, he looks like a light middleweight boxer after about 12 rounds by the photographs we saw earlier on. He looks he looks like he's had a very bad paper round going on. But what a player on the ball. He, he can, really gives us, uh, he, he gave us a lift in that second half. He can half. pick a pass, can't he? And it was a shame, actually, that uh, he, he had to get shunted out to the left to cover when Martins went off because uh, I yeah. don't think he was as comfortable there. He's definitely a guy who's good in the centre. Picked a pass, looked really good on the ball, really comfortable as well. Um, the guy in front of me, I sit in the, the Elton John stand, there's a guy two rows in front of me who really huh? does not like Dan Backman at all. He was having <laughs> heart failure every time he was playing the ball out. But I would say that's the structure that he's got them to play. Backman, he, huh? he did have options, didn't he? Every time he got it, he had a few options of which he could pick the pass for. And I think we've got to give him some time to get used to that. But is it the right way to play? Yeah, definitely. Of course it's the right way to play. I think we need to persist. I think the thing is, it's going to cost us a goal. And it is. There's no doubt it will happen because if you're if you play with fire, eventually you will get burned. But the question is going to be is how much of it is worthwhile for conceding one goal versus all of the times that we're able to use that extra player in possession and get the ball and keep the ball and use the ball. And hopefully he gets a little bit more comfortable at the moment. Because of course he is. He's a shot stopper. He's a custodian. He's there to to stop things. He's a destroyer rather than a creator. And suddenly you're asking him to take the ball at his feet and go and play professional football like you're an outfield player. Well, as I said to Justin the other day, goalkeepers are like drummers. They're I know they say they're musicians, and hello, Brett, by the way. He's going to be listening to this guy mental because he's a drummer. But they're not really. They're not really musicians. And goalkeepers have to, they have a completely different set of skills. They go and train intensely and guess what they use their hands and the rest of the body they don't go and they're not so good with their feet he just needs to hopefully understand when he needs to get that ball away get it quicker and even if you are experienced we all remember do you remember Obama Yang catching catching Ben Foster and scoring yeah, from him course, doing that yeah. it can happen I think, it can I happen think, but yes I think, we pers- I think we persist with it I think generally today we beat their press for, for the most part what we'll have to work on is there'll be better teams that will come up against they'll be looking at the video of today's game they'll be seeing how we do it and we just need to be alive to that possibility that as you say we could get caught but I thought back was fine and I was pretty happy with the way we were trying to play there was a lovely moment in the second half and I went to the the Boreham Wood game and in the first half he played pretty much with that team and the exception was he had Andrews playing instead of Ngakia against Boreham Wood. Today he brought in Ngakia. And I looked at it and thought, well, why the hell is he doing that? And of course, you saw Ngakia going into midfield and doing what he did. He was brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't quite share the total loving for Ngakia. I thought he was I uh-huh. thought he was great with the ball. And you're absolutely right. He, they, We really made a lot of progress down that left-hand side. He linked up really well. And he looked better than he has done before with the ball at his feet. Defensively, though, he still concerns me. And sometimes his positioning defensively isn't right. And I saw Valerian and Ishmael talking to him a few times about that. A couple of times the ball went in behind him. Yeah, he was good today, but I think you'd get exposed by better players. 
Very good. Now, the moment I build into, and actually Alma was wrong because it was Kalu playing in front of Andrews in the first half at Boreham Wood. And what he did, he, he basically, Kalu would stick himself out on the touchline. He'd literally have like the, the pitch markings on, it, on, his, on his heels, so to speak. And the ball would get played out to him. And as it did so, Andrews would make this massive underlapping run, huge pace going forward. And today, he, he did this all the time against Boreham Wood. And today, there was one time when the ball got played into Semmer and you did this underlapping run and he just opened, Semmer just opened his body out and played uh, Andrews in and he was at the byline in no time. I think there's so much more that we're going to see from different players and different builds in this. I don't think we've seen the whole thing. So I really hope that if those teams do look at us, I think we're in danger with uh, Valerian Ishmael of, and don't say it too loudly because it might disappear in the wind. We might be in the, we might have a plan, a plan B, and perhaps even a plan C. Because let's be honest, we haven't had a plan A for four years, so that'll be a good thing. That'll be a very. Good... Was it was it Richard? Was it Richard from QPR who was on the opposition view? Uh, yes, yes, Richard well, Honey. Yeah, we thought he was just having us on, but he was absolutely right at how bad they were going to be. Well, we were taking the piss because he'd been on. He'd been on previously. Uh, both Richard and Justin are like both of them are going. Oh no, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. It's the hope that kills. And, and and twice Richard had been on, and they'd done us, even though everything was going bloody awfully. So at least we pulled one back. It's two one, Rich. We hope to we hope to do you again. At, we're uh, a bit as bad as he said they were. <laughs> they were. He did not speak with forked tongue. Shane, sir, brilliant call. Thank you so Thanks much. Have a great. Have a great evening and please do call again. Lovely stuff. We're loving that. We're loving that very much indeed. Hi, this is Marlon King and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We like that. We do, Dave. We also like Dan. Dan, if you hit your... Uh, your, uh, your Dave, oh, look at this. Hello, boys. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm on the, the old train home just past Bushy. I can't have any complaints. I think it's, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a good result, yeah. It's been a very good result. I think old Dave coming on second half and Dave at this point. I think we should. (laughs) Oh, we've got a bit of train cut out there. Dan, go on. Say again. Oh, no. Uh, Dan, I think we're losing you a little bit. Get a signal and then I'll bring you back in, sir. Get to somewhere with some signal and then I'll bring you back in. Yeah, no, no, we can hear you now. Go on, far away. Yeah, 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 carry on. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Yeah, no, Dave, as we like to call him now, was unbelievable second half. I think... Coming out the gates, obviously, if you think QPR and Garrett, it's always take the first goal and just time waste. It's been the same for Wickham, and the same QPR when it took over. Like they've done it so many times, and ours and theirs, uh, and kind of get one over them. But I didn't really expect it to be 4 0. Let's be honest, like, that's, that's a result in half. I, I think so. I think everybody would have everybody bitten your hand off for that. And as I say, it's fine for us to say. 
it's only QPR and no uh, disrespect to QPR like, involved. But should have let it come off. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's only QPR, but it's a step. Going. At the end of the day, we lost four times. Had a massive, massive clear out. What 20, 25 players cleared out overall, and yeah, improved decently so far. I would say. I mean, others probably disagree, but there's the transfer windows are for another two, three weeks. So we'll see what happens. I like Bayo up top. He stuck to his game plan. He's really laying it off and taking it in and distributing. We were playing down the wings a lot. Samuel and Martins was doing what they should be doing. So I've got absolutely no very, very happy. Good stuff, the good stuff. The thing I really liked about Bayo was his ability to come deep, play with his back to goal, which isn't, again, isn't his natural game in the same way as Backman isn't naturally going to... I'm just going to put you on mute there, mate. In the same way as that Backman isn't going to be naturally passing the ball out of the back. But Bayo comes short, gets the ball, fights, gives it. But then when he turns, he does the thing that we were asking Keenan Davis to do all last season, which is then get in the back, get back in the box again, and he hightails it, and he really works hard to do it, which is really something. It's a bit, it's a bit of a bad line there, Dan. So look, look, mate, let's get you on next time. No, let's get you in on after Plymouth when you're uh, not moving quite so much. So that would be great. But uh, thank you very much for the call. Lovely stuff. Have a good night after that. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Let's bring in. So we've got we've got Lee and we've got we've got Neil Silverstein to bring in, and I think then we will probably wrap that up. Let's bring in Lee. Yes, because we need to try to get this. Lee, sir, if you hit your mic button and then you can. Oh wow, Lee, you're on the road. I certainly am, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. Can you hear me all right? <laughs> yeah, we've got you. We've got you, and we've got the M. Oh, I'm going to guess M M M four. Oh, I'm so close. Not, yeah, I got the M bit. Yeah, Never I'll buy an M. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on. I've listened for seasons, first time I've come on to speak. So, Oh, lovely stuff. We love people who all come on. You've gone from a lurker to a contributor. We love this. We love this very much. As you say, so thank you very much for having me on. It was a great day. Simple as. It's a very welcome change. A game plan. Some coaching. Things we haven't seen (laughs) for God knows how long. And an idea. It was just, it was wonderful to see. It's a shame it finished four. It should have been seven or eight, I would say. Begovic certainly earned his corn to the second half. Some good saves to keep the scoreline down, but I thought we were great. That's certainly a, a platform to build on, but we can't get carried away. It's a very long season, that we know, but just 11 players out there giving a fuck. <laughs> oh look at that um, <laughs> yeah we were we were all sitting there thinking this is a good call and then you said giving a fuck and it just elevated it it just pushed <laughs> it through to really good quality welcome welcome do not scratch your eyes you're in the right place Thank you very much. absolutely yeah it, it, absolutely it was great as you were saying mate go on after you yeah it was just really good the idea the movement was it, it was times it was two three touch just keep the ball moving knack her out keep the press on so good so good great day obviously crowd not as loud but I think we all went egg nervous not knowing what to expect QPR are miles off of it and I've got a dear friend who was there today enjoying that route but it was just great <laughs> shame eh? yeah, absolutely <laughs> but it was just really good to see so many different players I'd say man of the match I thought Wesley Hoot standed out I just he shone really in the back line and kept everything very simple Siri Alta as a DM is another level I thought just recycles the ball beautifully. Who'd have thought it considering he's been frozen out for the last season and a half, too? Yeah, Brilliant. yeah. And Bayo, I, I don't care what was said, 
What a shift for 90 minutes. What a shift. It was maybe Marlon-esque under Boothroyd. Get those touches in, flick it out wide. Get back Ooh. in for the cross. Lovely. Absolutely. It was great. It, it, it felt to me, I said it at the start, it felt to me like it was almost, how can I say it was, right, guys, I've given that you've been with me for seven weeks. You know exactly how I want you to play. You are at a fitness level and an intensity level that I want to see. I'm going to give you the chance. You go and do it. And then if we do bring in somebody who is another six foot three forward or somebody else, then fine, he's going to have to take the shirt off of you. And that's incredibly inspired as a player who you might think of yourself as a bit part player at, this, at certain points to go, no, I'm starting the season with the shirt. We didn't see Jamal Lewis. Obviously, people said, I thought he was going to be fit. Has he got a niggle? Has he got a... It doesn't really matter. It's a question of you're going to have to get up to that level of fitness and that level of intensity to to really make, to get in there, which is just something else. Yeah, it certainly was. It was certainly something else. It was wonderful to see a fit and firing Delhi Bashiru after oh, his injury joy. troubles and five seconds right place, cool, calm, collected finish. Thank you very much. And he started really well last season before a horrible injury. So hopefully he can stay fit this year. Loser is too good at this level. QPR aside, he's too good. He's still Some of the passes he made today, the ball for the first goal was unreal. Absolutely unreal. We got vision like that, determination, and just the intensity that we've missed for God knows how long. We might be a surprise package. I still think we're rebuilding and a top half finish would be okay I guess but we all want more but that was really good to see today and if we can do something half decent next weekend I'm not too concerned about the League Cup I think it's mainly focusing on the league position after a couple of dour years but I think we've definitely got more than we thought we had we cleared out a lot of deadwood got rid of that horrible culture so if we can build on top of that who knows where the season will go but Great stuff to see. Great stuff to see. Well worth the drive down. Lovely stuff. Where, where are you? Where are you driving down from? Because obviously, there's lots of people all over the country for whom a home game is almost the same as an away game. How far are you having to travel? So I'm, I'm in rugby, so it's about 75 miles door to door. It's a small price to pay, really. Very good. Very good, sir. Look, well, look, safe journey back there. I enjoy that an awful lot, and it was because uh, it was a it was a delight. We're not getting carried away. We're keeping our feet on the floor, hopefully. Absolutely. And, um, we'll, and we'll see how Stevenish goes with whatever team. We all know that particular result doesn't matter. But most important, we've now got Dave. We've got Dave, everybody. We Dave is a Dave. good thing. Oh, he was got a delight, Dave. wasn't he? See someone shoot from so far. The confidence to take people on. And his like Burkhamp-esque touch was just great to see. And that comes off the bench. That's the kind of depth in the squad we're looking to have people being hungry but anyway waffled on well, too much the, thanks for no not on. at all mate not at all lovely late great first call thank you sir thank again you, as thank as ever do not be a stranger loving that very much indeed oh hello we haven't heard from somebody here sorry but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you we've got a ben we're gonna have to be really quick here but we've got ben pegram who successfully <laughs> fought off yao pedro leaving for a year Nobody knows this, obviously, Ben, just you and me. But well done. The lad's doing well at Brighton and we wish him well now. But you kept him here for last year's season of the Player of the Season Award. What did you make it today, I mate? I tried my best. And actually, it's a weird oh, it's, a, it's a weird one, guys. I wasn't at the game. I've been at Silverstone because I work for Monster Energy and we've been hosting people there for the MotoGP. I can't make right. it to the next two games. So I'm putting it out there already. If we win the next two, 
I will not turn up to another game this home season. Oh, oh. That's all I have to say. We I've got no idea what happened. It sounds great, but I'm putting it out there. Next two games we so, win, I'm not going to come back. <laughs> oh, look at this. Ben has willingly basically stalked Giao Pedro and kept a, a myriad of European super heavyweights and, and Premier League monsters away from the young Brazilian for a year. He had to go in the end because we needed him to. So Ben knows of what he speaks. He's no, he's no stranger to making a sacrifice. And here he is willingly saying, I may be the Jonah and the cause of all problems. I'm fairly sure we can actually put it down to basically kind of the managers being a bit crap and the owner interfering too much, Ben. I don't think we can really blame oh, you. Oh, that's I think fine. I'll, I'll, I'll see you back at the, the bunker then at some point. That's brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. That's much September, better news. That's I'll what we there. want. Excellent stuff. We will be watching, though. We'll be watching and then maybe bringing out the pitchforks. Who knows? We'll know. We know. I'll wait we know. for the pitchforks. Uh, Uncle Ron will probably bear them the most, but that's fine. Enjoy your oh, night, it... guys. Uh, it's great to see. So Good stuff. Good stuff, mate. Have good. Hope you your your stuff with Monster is all going well today. I'm Lovely absolutely stuff. hammered, so it's great. So thank you, guys. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. Squad number. Well, I just know the squad name. Yao Pegram. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Brilliant stuff. Guys, thank you so much for everybody calling in. Let's quickly go through some of the comments and some of the points. By the way, the person who got first in, Brian Edwards, you're on three points, joined top of the league. We all know that the, the league table doesn't really start to form until September properly, but we've now got joint score, joint heads there. Brian Edwards with the with some excellent uh, recite and also just that extra little bit as well as did Rich but Rich got it just a little bit late was that Steve Sims scored the own goal for Southampton so he put all the scorers in which was excellent Poskett got two he got it in the 10th minute he got Ray Train scored in the 35th minute Martin Patching who was it tragically had his Brilliant career cut short on 67. Ian Bolton, a penalty on the 74th minute. Ross Jenkins on the 83rd minute. It took it into extra time because Steve Sims had scored the own goal on 73. And then to make it 6-1 and then 7-1, Nigel Callahan in the 103rd minute. And Poskett, who'd started off the score and finished it off with a 115-minute goal to make it famously Watford 7 Southampton won. Anybody watching Southampton yesterday would have seen Cisco having a rather dour first half where Sheffield Wednesday were doing absolutely nothing at all. Slightly more respectful. Well, no, in fairness, a, a lot better showing in the second half, but he's going to have his work cut out there seemingly, it seems. Let's have a look at the notes and then we'll go to the five-word five reviews. Paul Fiander Turner, we heard from earlier on, said, tease me, tease me, tease me, Georgie. With your close control, Georgie Jack Fadens is going to score a goal. That was his Chacodemus and Pliers. If anybody can provide us with a Chacodemus and Pliers version of this, Paul Fiander Turner's lyrics are available. I can't possibly do that. That would be far too much. Gary, thank you very much. Yes, we saw a, an umbrella that was a new low. Now, I sit, I sit behind Mark Hancock, and at one point, he had to work very hard to get a club umbrella in to the in, into the stadium the stewarding thing does continue bearing in mind he was told you can't bring that in that's a weapon and then his kids are immediately given flags in the family stand which have exactly the same level of I would suggest potency Steve Potso out says the Georgian Diego that's all I will say Diego it's Dave it's pronounced Dave Diego in, in English is it Dave I don't know whatever anyway Louis Tashira said played uh, well looked very organised and solid the perfect start couldn't really ask for much more everyone knew their role and stuck to it let's see how we go on over the next few games but a very positive start on to Tuesday Mal said hey Mal said Dave could be our new Jerry D 
Jerry Delafeu could be. Jason Brewer said, uh, same problem again with Batman. Good shot stopper, but my God, he can't distribute. Call, hashtag call him Dave. Well done. Jason is starting off the Twitter hashtag campaign that I'm not sure we need because we've got lots of people calling for Dave. Um, so, so Appanelli said, let's call him Georgie. Not hard to pronounce, and it's his name. Oh, that's spoiling it. We like Dave. Uh, never mind. Kevin Shelby Kremen says, I just got in from work. I should work more often. Well, we've just had Ben turning around saying that he is prepared to boycott Watford uh, if we win the next two days, we'll see. Brian Edwards confirmed Dave. Andrew Argent said, I didn't hear the Uncle song, the Uncle Ron song. Yes, there were suggestions that at one point that people in the rookery were chanting, are you watching Uncle Ron? Now, if that was the case, there you go. Notoriety. Sean said Dave and Pirlo. He liked him a lot. Lots of people saying that. Lots of people calling out Dave. And it was all good. It lost a lot of lovely comments. Matt said, Kapoor's goal versus Leicester, still the quickest at 33 seconds. Oh, was that at the Vic or was that away? I can't remember that one. It's momentarily left me. I will look for that. This is the most positive I've ever heard from Uncle Ron Sr. Very sensible point, says Ryan D. Oh, oh, PJ Jordan. PJ, we'll get you on again because uh, apologies, it just kept kept falling out, which is there. Ryan D back again with Ngaki was really impressive. I'm far from one of his biggest fans, but he was excellent today. And yet PJ also confirmed about Etienne Capu's goal there previously. Let's get to have a look at some five-word reviews, shall we? Because it's been a fine tradition last season, and I think it's only right that we carry it on. Now, especially bearing in mind the scheduled tweet would have gone out far beyond the fact that we now get basically three quarters of an hour injury time, it seems, in the second half. But there we go. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Hayley Brunson said, what the actual fuckity fuck? <laughs> I like that very much indeed. Willie Eckers like, hey, Ken, says, but we're still playing. Well done. Well done. Well done, Ken. Get Justin on these technicalities. That's what I like to see. Uh, Shadow Assassin says DNS for you prediction table starts well. For, for once, trust me, normal shit service will be resumed. Uh, Vacuum Bio says, thank fuck DNS for is back. Have we gone somewhere? I think we, we had a bit of a summer off after all the silly nonsense, but hey-ho. Uh, Pull Trigger, you all right, Dave, says says Rich. Steve Potso out says, finally left the game smiling. Wasn't it nice? Ryan Cripps, fantastic win, a wonderful start. I think that sums it up beautifully. Mark Noley, looked like a team finally. Alan WFC, we on top of league. Oh, Alan, that's I, if there's one thing I like, it's somebody who abbreviates a sentence regardless of how choppy it sounds. Well done, Alan. That's the kind of thing we like to see. Carol Humphrey says, a typical slow start from Watford. <laughs> oh, Carol, that's, that's, that's excellent stuff. Malk says, brilliant, but QPR, utter shite. Paul, are you watching Uncle Ron? That was the song we thought. Georgie Chakfetadze, my new god, says Magic Parades. That's rather good. That's rather good. I think we're missing some here. Let's have a have another little play and see if I can get any more loaded in, but that's fine. Oh, there we go. Show more. There we go. There we go. Oh, we've just got the one left, which was uh, FC, WFC for life says Valball means going up. Oh, 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 that's, I'm not sure that dog hunts, but never mind. Well, look, it's, it's what, 10 past seven. It's, it's Saturday night. Everybody's got lots of, to go out and, and, crack a beer open for in celebration of a fine performance and a good start to the season. So it's great. We've now got what, who we're deciding we're going to call Dave. If, even though so is suggesting we should actually call him by George, by the name of Georgie, cause that's his name. That's the kind of piddling technicality and, and small print that we always overlook here. But instead for us, Dave, what a lot of fun. 
but it wasn't about one person today. It was genuinely about a team performance and a team dynamic. And even though everybody would have looked at that team in the first half and gone uh, before the uh, before the as the the team was announced and gone, really, we're not going to bring any of the players in. It it seems like Val does know what he's doing. He does know what he's doing. So it's an encouraging start. QPR were poor. We know that. Let's see how we get on against everybody else. But it is an encouraging start. Guys, have a great weekend. We won't be doing uh, spaces after Stephen. We'll, we'll keep that to, uh, to to league games primarily. But I'm sure other people will be doing stuff. You heard Martin's doing stuff tomorrow. There's other stuff to look out for. Early on, you heard uh, Katie talking about the guys from Voices of the Vic and, and the stuff that they're doing. On Thursday... We and a number of people went along to see from the Rookery End doing their live podcast live from the, oh crikey, what's it called? Mad Squirrel at the bottom of the town. And I'm sure that sort of thing and just more fun stuff going on will be great. It was a fantastic night. The boys did a great job. So more of the same. Let's hope we can have a more fun season this season. Can't can't be hard, surely. Guys, have a great evening. You on za. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.